Good day to all. This is Darth Anna uh, from a Geek Speaks podcast. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well and staying home and staying safe. Um, I myself actually had a bit of a scare and was in major quarantine, uh, cut off from everyone, no curbside, no nothing. Nada. I didn't even step out for probably about good six days uh, from my apartment. And um, yeah, I'd like to share that experience with you all and my thoughts on it. Um, <clears throat> I've actually been meaning to upload this right after I found out my results. Uh, but unfortunately, due to the huge increase in work, I have virtually had no time at all. Um, not that I'm complaining here because it's job security, it's overtime. And, you know, it used to be where I could fire off a message or two in between my duties, but now due to work, I'm just no longer able to do it. Uh, Yeah, so at the end of the workday, I am virtually physically and emotionally exhausted. But again, it's it's a paycheck for me, so no complaints at all. I actually, um, this weekend, I'm preparing for a big presentation uh, via <clears throat> our internal app that we use, actually Cisco WebEx, uh, which is pretty well known. And uh, if you work in government work, federal government. Um, so yeah, so I'll be giving a presentation. And so I'm getting ready for that. And, you know, with work, it's just been so hectic for the last three weeks. Uh, even I have my my own mother who will text me and bless her heart, Um, yeah, sometimes I can't even reply until the end of the day because that's just how busy I've been. So, but yeah, um, so anyways, so again, no complaints for me. Um, again, it's job security, so can't, I I shouldn't complain. So, um, anyways, so yeah, so on Sunday the 12th, uh, I woke up, um, with a very bad sore throat, uh, chills, body aches, headaches, and fatigue. Um, I figured it was just probably a bad cold coming on or maybe a seasonal flu. Um, I spent the entire day in bed. I felt really, really crappy. I just felt horrible and, and just drained completely. Sunday night, it progressed with a bunch of uh, nasal congestion and it just wouldn't drain. I just couldn't breathe very well. And I had issues with breathing. I felt like I couldn't take a, a a full breath, and I had this real weird, odd tightness in my chest. Now I do have very bad allergies to oak, mold, mountain cedar. They're very prevalent here in South Central Texas during my uh, these during different times of the year. So, yeah. So I just figured, you know, okay, maybe it's just my allergies getting really bad. Um, <clears throat> I was on Flonase and Claritin up until that point, or the week before. Um, I, I occasionally get these really bad headaches when I take them for long periods of time. So sometimes I do have to stop. So I just figure, okay, this is just my body. You know, it's, it had been used to the, the Flonase and Claritin and keeping most of my symptoms at bay. And then I stopped abruptly, but you know, when I get and when it gets really bad, I do get wheezing. So I do have exercise induced asthma, which usually doesn't give me any, any issues unless I work out like really, really hard. And, uh, yeah, but here lately with allergens, you know, having been high now, they're actually better today because today's May the 2nd. Um, but yeah, they're actually a lot better. And, um, you know, so, um, but yeah, so when it's really high, uh, the wheezing just gets really, really bad. 
anyway, so yeah, so that the day after Monday morning, I woke up, I felt wiped out. I felt like I'd been partying the whole night, but couldn't even remember the party. <laughs> uh, my symptoms just progressed. I had a real dry, non-phlegmy cough. Um, and then it was so weird because in, in the afternoon, I noticed that I couldn't smell or taste my coffee. I'm a huge, huge coffee addict. So the joy of brewing coffee is just an absolute awesome thing to me. I know those of you that are coffee addicts can agree with me. <clears throat> and I couldn't taste anything. <clears throat> Pardon me. And just a really slight bitterness. And that was about it. Um, I had a really fragrant candle. It's like a pumpkin type of, I think, harvest pumpkin candle that I leave in my bathroom. I don't even have to light it because um, usually it'll scent up the bathroom just enough to where it doesn't bug my allergies. And it's one of the very few fragrances that that won't aggravate my allergies. I couldn't smell it. Um, I actually had flu A a couple years ago. I've had sinus infections, really bad colds. Um, you know, nothing that rapidly impaired my, my smell and my taste, you know. Um, I ate when I was hungry, but I really couldn't enjoy any food because I just simply couldn't taste it. it you know, I just ate essentially to survive and to take, you know, to keep up my, my energy. Um, I got so desperate that I, added, <laughs> um, I had added a boatload of salt to some pork that I had, and I just I could taste it just a little bit, but it just pretty much is just like eating salty meat with no taste. Um, and it was you know it, it's it's really good pork that that my my mom and my dad had made. So, but uh, but yeah, by Monday evening I was really scared, really scared that maybe I'd come down with COVID nineteen. So I went to my county, um, which is Barrett County, the COVID website. I answered 15 questions. The next morning, the county called me to schedule me for my test. Um, so additionally, I had called my primary care doctor and he agreed to see me via teleconference. He was like, no, 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 you're Anna, you can't come in. <laughs> so um, especially if you have potential of, of uh, positive COVID-19. So I was like, okay, whatever. So yeah, that week, luckily I was working the late shift. So I woke up early to speak with my doctor. He felt that I had, what I had was viral. Uh, and he was glad to know that I had already scheduled the COVID test because it was literally like right after um, I had to go and get my test right after speaking with him. And he's like, yeah, go ahead and um, let's see what the results show. And, and then we'll just kind of take it from there. So it's like, OK, whatever. So, yeah. So I set off uh, for the test uh, here in San Antonio. At that time, the main place to get tested is at the Freeman Coliseum. Right now, it still is the main place. Um, there are other areas around San Antonio that have popped up, even around where my parents live. Um, so yeah, there's several areas now that are actually doing it. Most of the places are charging for the test. Now, if you go through the county, um, like the way I did, they don't charge you. So, And I do have health insurance, by the way. So, uh, But at that time, like I said, that was pretty much the only place to go. So, And, and I went there, so... Yeah, so all you have to do, and then for those that are here in San Antonio, you go to the Bear County uh, COVID website, you fill out the questionnaire, someone actually reviews your responses, and if they feel you should be tested based on what you, how you answered, they do contact you pretty quickly. 
Um, like I said, I did my questionnaire in the evening by 9am the next morning, they were already calling me. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I drove up, I felt like I was in a movie. It was like outbreak or really more accurately like contagion. So security checkpoints, nurses gowned up asking questions, more security. Um, before I even entered the lot, I was told no filming, no taking pics. You know, I of course wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm of a different generation. I'm a Gen Xer. So, you know, this is serious business and you know, why some nut job wanted film is beyond me, but I assured the cop that I wouldn't do that. I even had my phone in my purse. So, um, once passing a few more checkpoints, I was led into a warehouse. It was sort of set up to where there are lanes uh, a nurse completely covered up is waiting there. Um, and she's practically like in a spacesuit, but it's, it's all medical gear and just designed to keep her safe. Um, and she's the one that swabs you. Um, so yeah, so I have to tell you, I got to apologize to those poor nurse who swabbed me. I have a very, how can I say exaggerated gag reflex. So, uh, <laughs> So yes, this, uh, if any of you guys have had the swab for the flu, which I have as well, it's uncomfortable. Well, it's way more uncomfortable than, than a flu um, swab because it's further on up. It's in the nasal pharyngeal area. And I mean, this thing is huge. So yeah, you know, let me tell you about an odd feeling when you get swabbed in your nasal pharyngeal area. Um, you feel like gagging, coughing, and sneezing all at once. And plus it burned, it burned my nose and my throat and both were already hurting to begin with. So yeah, I got through that. I was out of there, you know, with teary eyes cause I was just fighting so hard not to like vomit, cough and, and just sneeze <laughs> all at once. But, um, so yeah. And they told me, you know, stay in complete isolation in my apartment, which I did, um, no curbside, no drive-through, of course. I was very responsible with that. Um, and I would be getting my results via phone call or text message. Uh, so yeah, um, and my mom is very kind enough to bring me my prescriptions. I have some scripts for, for GERD and allergies, my inhaler, and she like left it at the front door. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a crazy time when you can't even hug your own mom and all you can do is just kind of wave from a from a, di- a great distance, and which we did. So yeah, um, I... The day after that, which would be Thursday, I did feel a little bit better, but I kept getting the sweats pretty bad. It was really weird. Like suddenly, um, yeah, I would just start sweating out of nowhere. Like I had just been working out or I had just been outside and, and temperature was pretty mild at that time. So it's, you know, I, I attribute that to my body just fighting it off and, and, you know, making its last attempts to fight off whatever virus that I had. So um, my taste at that point, my, my taste and smell still was pretty off. I did have a bad headache, but otherwise I was feeling a little bit better. Um, that Saturday, so two days later after that. So I got contacted three days after my, uh, my swab, I received the news that I was thankfully COVID negative. Um, I did speak with my doctor after that, and he just told me that I probably just had a bad head cold and an exacerbation of my allergies. Um, I breathed a huge sigh of relief after I got that that those results. Um, I no longer was in, in quarantine. And um, yeah, and our mayor, <clears throat> Ron Nuremberg, and the city had, at that point, had mandated that all people over the age of 10 
must wear a mask in public uh, unless one is alone or you're outside exercising and you know you're far from people so yeah fines were initiated for those that are found to be you know in violation of the mandate which i think is is a great thing now things have changed um because of governor abbott which is our our governor here in texas has slowly opening um texas in phases uh i don't think that's too smart at this point um especially when the cases rise and not everybody has been tested um so yeah um yeah not too smart uh, I don't agree with it. Uh, luckily, our mayor is still instituting stay home, stay safe, and the mandated uh, wearing of masks are pretty good. I actually went to the post office today to pick up a package, and um, you know they're doing the safe, the social distancing, and everybody that I saw was wearing masks, with the exception of the people that were behind the um you know the counter the the post office workers did not have masks they were not wearing masks they had them with them but they were not wearing them but they did have these shields but um yeah i thought that was kind of odd and you know especially since you're kind of off to the side and spit could still get through so i'm kind of glad that i had a mask and so did everybody else so but yeah um oddly enough it's really odd my sense of smell and taste are still kind of impaired um, they are getting better, but I, I guess it's just due to bad allergies. Um, I read somewhere that the COVID-19 test gives you, can give false negatives, but it would, it would be from the Abbott laboratories. I have no idea what test, uh, laboratory my test came from, and I kind of want to find out, but I mean, I'm doing so much better now and I feel, you know, I just felt kind of tired. But other than that, I just, you know, I've had no fever. I've had no respiratory issues other than, like I said, you know, my sense of smell and taste are still not, you know, back to normal. Um, it's getting there every day, but yeah, it's kind of weird. But, uh, I, you know, again, I've had been having issues with uh, really bad allergies. So, yeah, I mean... Um, I'm thankful that I'm okay. Um, I have uh, spoken to people through my work um, that have been COVID-19 positive. And they're in other states because we're all remote. Um, and they've been doing okay. And luckily, they've gotten through it, thankfully. So, um, and, I'm, and I'm happy for that. I really am. Um, you know, and I just hope that everyone continues, you know, being smart and listening to the experts rather than the, the doofus up in with the White House right now. So, um, so yeah, I gotta say, you know, during this, this mega quarantine that I was in, I had a lot of time to think about my life, my friends, and just things in general. Um, yeah, we only have one life to live, my friends, and we need to make it great any of the negativity in life, anyone who is toxic in your life, um, don't be afraid to let go of it or them for that matter. One thing that I have been seeing and speaking with others about their experiences and my own as well, uh, this lockdown quarantine thingamajig, it's, it's, it's bringing out the worst in people. Um, and it just makes me sad that, you know, that it's doing that. Uh, I've kept my family close uh, from a, you know, from a metaphorically, a metaphor point of view. And as well as the very few friends that I do have, uh, we've all kept in touch, especially since I've been in quarantine. 
Um, you know, I'll be 43 years old this year. Um, I've lost friends and family through hardships, through death, through misunderstandings, through toxicity, et cetera, et cetera. And all I can say is those that are there for you, no matter what, unconditionally, without expectations, those are the people that you need next to you. And I mean that figuratively speaking for right now, that is, you know, be understanding with one another. Don't make snatch, snap judgments, give each other a damn break. And, and most of all, love one another unconditionally. Um, you know, there's nothing worse than, than, you know, whether it be a family member, a significant other, or a good friend that makes snap judgments without giving you a break, especially in these times, you know, and, and it's, it's not right. It really is not right. And we all need to be adult about this. We're all in this together. We're on the same boat. And, you know, and granted, some people's situations may be different than others, but ultimately we are all in the same boat and we need to be understanding of that. So, so yeah, so give each other a break, guys. So, um, and love one another. Again, I can't reiterate that more love one another unconditionally. So on that note, friends, be strong, be well, be healthy, be safe, and be good to one another. And uh, enjoy, may the fourth be with you and revenge of the fifth. May the force be with you, my friends. Until next time.